Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Music at the Whitney presents songs and chamber music by Haydn, Mozart, Beethoven, and Schubert, performed by Yale undergraduate music students. This piece I'm about to perform is uh, a piece called La Roxelon by Haydn. And actually, the interesting thing about this is that it's had a number. It had it had a number of incarnations uh, during Haydn's lifetime. Originally, it started as um, a piece from incidental music that he wrote to a play uh, about, the play was called The Three Sultans, and it was one of those sort of enlightenment, sort of fashionable exoticism kind of uh, plays depicting Turkish life and how it interfered with European life. Um, and so this one, what this, uh, this movement specifically called La Roxelan, uh was the depiction of the wife of one of these sultans, actually the only legal wife of this sultan, uh, I know she started as his concubine and then gradually sort of elevated to be free. Um, but anyway, Haydn wrote this piece and then uh, he decided to arrange it for piano. So originally it was a sort of chamber orchestral version for the play and then he arranged it for piano and it circulated. It was sort of, uh, I guess, an advertisement um, of his music or ad advertisement of the play. Um, so the piano music circulated and actually became very popular. And so he decided to write a symphony around this piece as well. So this was the slow movement in his symphony number 63. Uh, so this piece uh, I'm going to play again is called La Roxelan, and it's an air with a few variations.
to a later Viennese composer, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. As you'll see in the program, Haydn lived before Mozart, or he was born before Mozart was. So he was much older when the later Viennese composers, Mozart, Beethoven, and Schubert were around. So he served as a kind of mentor, father figure to them, and was affectionately known as Papa Haydn to the younger Viennese composers. Now Mozart was not originally Viennese. He came from Salzburg, which was a couple hours away, still in Austria. But he came to Vienna after his employer in Salzburg, the Prince Archbishop, did not, he did not see eye to eye with him. So he had seen, so Mozart had seen Vienna and a bunch of other places, along with his father Leopold, on world tours, pretty much. Because Mozart was a piano virtuoso, among other things. And he had gone to other places, such as Munich, Mannheim, Vienna, and played at courts. So Mozart moved to Vienna, and this was kind of rejuvenation for him. And the piece that I'm going to sing, Das Feinchen, is actually set to, to text by Goethe. And it kind of reflects the simple pleasures in life. And it's kind of an address. <laughs> Indeed. Both Das Feinchen and Die Zufriedenheit, the piece I'll be singing to you tonight, um, actually seem to have uh, come from Mozart's affiliation with the Freemasons, which he joined actually a year before these two pieces were performed. Um, Freemasons were very interested in celebrating the beauties of the common life and not just uh, sort of the uh, more glorified uh, lives uh, that were co-opted celebrated um, before that movement. Um, indeed, uh, the text of Jesus
work in the GMI Report Tet, among the peaks of Mozart's chamber music, they were, with, uh, they were also published around the same time as his most successful operas. <laughs> Thank you. 
news of his mother's failing health unfortunately brought him back home um, uh, immediately. Um, she died shortly thereafter, and um, he had a very difficult family situation with a father who was uh, drunk and uh, very, of very poor behavior. Um, Beethoven actually became the guardian of his two younger siblings um, during this uh, period around <coughs>
written during this middle period of 1808, the trio is one of the two Opus 70 trios dedicated to the Hungarian countess Maria von Kurgati. The first nicknamed the ghost is in deep nature. Beethoven had been in Vienna for about 16 years at this point when he fell into debt due to his patron's debts or defaults on their promised payments. Combined with his worsening deafness as well as his romantic and happiness, 1808 was a difficult year for him. Beethoven's fortunes turned over with his appointment as chapel maestro at the court of the king of Westphalia and a guaranteed yearly pension by supporters, most notably Prince Lovkovitz, who didn't want to see him leave, leave Vienna. Written in the summer before his famous Theater uh, Anderin concert in Vienna, the trio of Vissimini No. 2 keeps with Beethoven's middle period's expression of heroism and struggle. The Poco Sassanudo introduction starts with a melody that moves by step, which is passed through all three instruments sequentially. After the unresolved end of the introduction, the movement proper, marked Allegro Manon Troppo, is likely yet lyrical. After an emotional development, the recapitulation moves to a coda on the piano that dissolves back to the slow introduction. The movement ends on string chords and
The first Vienna Circles took place on November 7, 2008 at the Whitney Humanities Center in conjunction with the 2008 Tanner Lectures on Human Values and a week-long series of events on intellectual circles.